The following programme is made possible by the friends and partners of Creation Today. Welcome to the end. The very end. <laughs> what my co-host Ben Scheller is talking about is the last episode of the Creation Today show. It is here for season number three. This is the last one. And in our science experiment today, we are bringing back a lot of fire. I'm excited about that. Got a great guest with us today. It is my former co-host, Paul Taylor joining us. I can't wait to tell you what he's been up to. Things are happening in the creation world thanks to many others as well as an idea from Creation Today that is bringing creationists together. We're going to tell you about that and so much more. Stick around. I cannot believe this is episode number 108 for the Creation Today show. Wow. You can go watch them all online this week if you want at creationtoday.org. <laughs> it's only 54 hours. Ben, I couldn't be more excited about our guests that we have on the show today. It is the former co-host of the Creation Today show, Paul Taylor himself is on the show today. The brilliant British international apologist uh, now currently serves as the director of the Seven Wonders Museum at the base of Mount St. Helens in Washington State has joined us today. Thank you so much for being with us, Paul Taylor. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's great here at the base of Mount St. Helens among all the lava and inside the crater. It's wonderful. I'm very I cool. got to tell you, Paul, I am so excited about everything that God is doing in the creation movement. Uh, I, I love what you're doing uh, to, to take over there. And maybe you can tell us, or I'll just go ahead and tell them, you were able to take over. They were looking for a director for two years, and God has been able to work in an amazing way. Now you're at a place that I believe is really important. Can you tell us how important is Mount St. Helens to creationists? Well, you know, I first heard about uh, the, the fact that um, Mount St. Helens was something special for creationists uh, in about 1984, just four years after the eruption had happened. And, you know, from that point onwards, uh, I've known that uh, this is an icon of the creation movement because we can see here in miniature devastating effects on the landscape uh, caused by high energy processes, which came uh, as a result of the volcanic eruption. And that really shows us that uh, changes to the Earth's surface do not necessarily take millions of years to happen. Uh, we can see here at a glance that these changes can happen in sometimes in the space of minutes, certainly in hours and days, uh, very easily huge changes take place. Mount wow. St. Helens is a super important place. And there's a lot of Christians, I think, Paul, that are saying, man, we want the one silver bullet. We yeah. want that one example of something that will completely, undeniably prove the Bible. I mean, it's the one thing. It'll just prove it all. Is Mount St. Helens the silver bullet, or is that the wrong way to think about it? Well, it, it is the wrong way to think about it, really. I mean, we've, we've talked about silver bullets before, and, uh, you know, if you get hold of our very important product, The Proof of God, with all those wonderful DVDs in it, uh, available from creationtoday.org, then uh, uh, you can watch my talk on that, and you'll see that yeah. I'll point out that if you found a piece of evidence here that proves the Bible to be true, 
then this evidence would have more authority than the Bible. The thing that you use to prove something has the greater authority. And the Bible has the greatest Amen. authority of all. Yes. So there isn't a silver bullet to prove the Bible to be true. It's not that way around. We see the evidence and we interpret that evidence through our worldview of uh, believing that God exists and that the Bible is true because we know him. Amen. I See, and I love the fact that you put it so plainly, Paul, because you're saying, look, nothing proves this. This is at the top. Nothing goes above what God's right. words. I wish yeah. other people would get that, Paul. Thank you for standing bold on that. But, but Mount St. Helens does point a lot of people to the premier truth. And to the truth, yes. When you start looking at these evidence, you're going, wow, it's really cool. Hey, Paul, I'm curious. Okay, you guys, well, first of all, I want you to tell us a little bit about what does your museum there talk about, and then what are some of the other museums saying that are in the area? How Are they pointing to God, too? Tell us what they're doing. Well, we, we tell the, the, the whole account of the history of Mount St. Helens, uh, uh, start, starting with, well, actually, the picture, the first picture we have is dates from before the eruption. But, you know, they, they, the main eruption happened, the, the main famous eruption happened on May the 19th, uh, 1980, uh, when uh, a 5.1 magnitude earthquake um, destroyed the entire north face of the volcano. You know, all volcanoes are supposed to, well-behaved volcanoes are supposed to erupt upwards. Uh, <laughs> because the north face fell away into the valley of the Tootal River below, it meant that the volcano actually erupted sideways. This enormous blast came out, devastating 230 square miles of the area north of the volcano, uh, in which fortunately very, very few people lived. And, uh, you know, in those days, hardly anyone worked on a Sunday uh, in, um, in 1980. Uh, surprising, you know, how much society has changed in just over 30 years, changed enormously. People didn't used to work on the Lord's Day in those days. And so only 57 people died, whereas if the eruption had happened on the Saturday or the Monday, there would have been a, couple, a few thousand loggers wow. on the hills cutting down trees. They would have been killed immediately. What we, what the, the whole thing tells us, as we see that the fact that the, the volcano has changed, half the mountain fell away, you know, the inside and the, the top of the mountain's fallen away into the valley uh, and then from subsequent eruptions in june 1980 and in uh, march 1982 uh, we got the uh, sort of canyons gouged out in march 1982 for example a couple of large canyons were gouged out in uh, in the uh, tootle valley uh, spirit lake was re ready to overflow but you know uh, uh, the, the water system was able to come through the canyons that have been carved out, connecting up the river system again. And that's a very important, uh, noteworthy fact because you've got the canyon and then the river flowed through it. And we know that the canyon was formed in the space of three or four hours. So it was seen, it was seen to happen. And that's the sort of effect that we believe has happened in other parts of the world. Most notably, an area that you're familiar with, Eric, the Grand Canyon, that we think the same thing happened there, that the canyon was carved first as a result of the water receding from the North American continent at the end of the flood, and then the River Colorado flowing afterwards, because it just wouldn't make sense for that small river to have carved out that enormous canyon. So what are the other visitors saying about it? Do they say that, hey, that little river did it, or do they recognize, look, this only took a few hours and it was a large amount of water? Well, we know for a fact that the, uh, that the uh, Lahar produced in uh, June 1982 carved out those canyons, and uh, uh, Dr. Steve Austin took photographs in the mid-1980s. We have those photographs. They've been around for a long while, most notably in uh, this book, Footprints uh, in the Ash, 
uh, by John Morris and Steve Austin. So we know that, but it's very interesting that if you uh, talk to rangers uh, uh, in some of the other visitor centers, they will tell you that the canyons have been carved out slowly over the last 34 years. Wow. So right there, they're denying what we've got photographic evidence for. Just I bet give them another 50 years and they'll say it took millions of years. I mean, it's, it's amazing. You, you can look at the evidence and, and people are going to interpret it through their yeah. view regardless of truth. Now, in just a second, we're going to come back with an awesome science experiment. But before we do that, Paul, we want to give you the last word here. And uh, if I was going to come out there to, to the museum and to see you, what would I see and why should I come? Give me some motivation and we'll, we'll close on you. So invite everyone to come see. Paul, I don't need the motivation. I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, I want to go check after it After hearing that, and you'd get to hang out with Paul Taylor himself. So there's some motivation right there. Well, for um, for viewers of this show, we'll put together a special package, you know, so that you, if you came and brought a voucher here that we'll let you have, you'll be able to get 10% uh, off the products that we have here. Uh, in the valley here leading up to the volcano, there are lots of things to look at. And although we have a very small museum here, one of the things that you'll notice is that uh, really the entire mountain is our museum. So come here, uh, make sure you've got a day here because there are other visitor centers to look at too. And... Uh, myself or my or my wife will take you on a tour of the valley i will show you some of the in interesting things that are of historical significance and most importantly of biblical significance of the valley you'll see things like an a-frame holiday home that's half buried by the volcanic mud you'll see things like the edge of the blast zone where the uh, uh, the, uh the point at which the trees were knocked down you'll see things like uh, uh being able to look over the top of these canyons in the valley and uh, be able to get to to, to see uh, into the crater of the volcano. There's so much to see here. And really, it, it does take an entire day to have a look at everything that's here. Most importantly of all, uh, you, can, you can understand these events in the light of Scripture, understanding that these things are, have... Um, uh, just teach us about the devastating effects that high-energy processes can have, just like the effects caused during the flood. Man, that is amazing. Paul, I want you to stick around. We need to do an extended interview so that our online viewers can go right there and click on creationtoday.org. And I want to I want to talk with you a little bit more. But uh, coming up, I want to talk about something that we've been working on that's going to work with museums like this uh, here in just a second. On May 18, 1980, a catastrophic geologic event occurred that not only shocked the world because of its explosive power, but it challenged the way we think about how the Earth formed at its very foundation. That event was the eruption of Mount St. Helens here in Washington State. Mount St. Helens tells us something really interesting about how rapidly strata can form. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. Where do you go on a regular basis to shop online? To shop online, Amazon. Google. Amazon. Amazon. Maybe Amazon. Tim, where would you go online to get your news? Probably uh, Drudge Report. Yahoo. Yahoo. Google. Fox News. News online. Fox News. ESPN. Where would you go online to get directions somewhere? MapQuest. MapQuest. Um, Google. Definitely Map. Google Maps. Yeah. MapQuest. Google Maps. Where would you go online to get the right answer to a skeptical question about science or the Bible? Probably. 
to end a skeptical question about the Bible. Where would you go online to find an expert on creation versus evolution? Let's see. Check the different check like different websites. No idea. A creation network coming in 2015. That's I don't the goal. know about you, but I am excited. But Eric, what is this? I know it's been a passion of your heart. I'm super excited about us. Tell us, what is the creation network? For several years now, I've just had a desire to serve the other creation ministries that are doing the same thing we're doing. Um, are well, there a lot of those? As I say, let me just give you some stats. Did you know there are over 200 people right here in America that travel and speak on creation versus evolution? Wow. There are over 40 museums right here in America that focus on the creation evolution subject. They've got artifacts. They've got uh, places to visit, uh, things you can do right here in America. The problem is most people don't know about it. They're out there. They can answer your questions. You just don't know they're there yet. So I've really, I, I guess in the back of my mind, I've just always seen modeled in my life servant leadership, what Jesus did. He served other people. And I went, what's the best way to try to lead in a movement that's happening uh, uh, in, in the world of creation? And I think it's to serve not just the people that we are serving right here on the Creation Today show, the people that watch the show, the people that get the resources, but also to serve the other creationists that are out there doing what we're doing. I meet guys all the time that are, uh, they work a full-time job and then they'll travel on the weekend so that they mm -hmm. can go present this message because they have such a passion to go and present this. So I think we're doing, uh, doing that servant leadership and we're doing it in a number of ways. And Eric, you know, I lead a ministry and uh, just so our viewers can kind of understand how awesome this is. Most people that are teaching and preaching, and I consider myself to be one of those, don't care about promoting themselves. They care about promoting their message. Yeah. The problem, and I run into this, the problem is, okay, I want to get my message out. Well, how do I do that? And you're solving that problem so these creation teachers and preachers can focus on their message and you can work to get them, or, or part of, you know, part of what you're Absolutely. Doing. Well, think about what we've done. There's over such this, a need for this. Over this past summer, we worked really hard to set up our website. We've actually been working on this for over a year, been planning this for about five years. Over this last year, we've set up our website so that we actually put the events of all the creation wow. ministries on our website. So it's, it's kind of like a hub or a network, as it's called, so, so that people can go to one place and find out everything that's going on in creation. So if there's an event near you, it'll be on the Creation Today website. Now, we don't have them all listed. We're still working on that. And if you hear about an event, I want to encourage you to, to let us know. If you don't see it on our website, let us know about that. You can email events at creationtoday.org and just let us know about an event that's going on in your area on the creation Russ movement. Smith. Russ Miller. Mil oh, let sorry. me correct Russ you right Smith. there yeah, on the show. Uh, <laughs> Russ, Russ Miller, uh, you've been with him to the Grand Canyon before. Yep, going again this next year. He was in Idaho. Had a bunch of people come. Didn't he write you about that? He did. He wrote us an email and thank you, Russ, for all that you do. He is another just Russ servant. Miller. Unbelievable. Sorry, uh, he's just amazing. And he said, he wrote us an email and said, Eric, I just got to say, we had a bunch of people come to our meeting. I was, he was just in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, just because they saw the event on your website. And we hear that over and over from creation speakers. So 
I'm really excited that we can serve them as they continue to serve others, and it multiplies the effort. So getting the word out about creation speakers. Then another aspect of this is what the video was about. Search, finding somewhere to go that you can get answers. Yeah. Can I talk about this? Or I mean, I know oh, it's man, such a I love this, what we've done, but go ahead and tell them about it. It's okay. awesome. When, whenever I go and speak at a church, I always talk, because we provide resources to people. Yep. I say, before I talk about those, let me tell you about free resources. Yeah. And this is one of the coolest free resources on the internet, and people don't even know about it. <laughs> Just like you can go to Google to find answers about everything, you can go to search creation and find apologetic answers, but you won't get stuff from skeptics. That's right. This search creation is like a Google that only indexes biblically minded websites. Oh. So you can go and ask a question and get a biblical answer just like you'd go and ask Google. You can ask, and what's the website called specifically? It's searchcreation.org. Okay. And we started that because we said, look, we want people to have a safe place where they can go, where their kids can go. The site is already mobile friendly for your tablets, for your phones. Searchcreation.org. I have a shortcut on my home screen and I literally use this every single day looking things up. It's and awesome. the best way to understand it, it's like a Google for truth. Truth. <laughs> I, Dude, I like that. If that's I can, great. you know, make it as succinct ah, as possible. That's a great way to put it. I love that. That's another aspect. I'm and then you that. have some other cool things. Eric, oh, tell man. me about them. Well, we have some things in the pipeline that are coming soon that I can't talk about. Come yet. on, no, please. I can't, I've got man. Some My money guys here. would kill me. I, How much money you got? I have 50 cents. <laughs> okay, that's not enough. Sorry. <laughs> we have got some great websites coming down the pipeline right now. It's taken a lot of work to develop these, and we've uh, we've really been working on these hard. But I'm telling you, just keep an eye on creationtoday.org and see what other network or what other websites are going to join the family there as we as we move forward. And Eric's not going to say this about himself, but I'm so excited about this. Understand that what we have right now is we're talking about working together. Yeah. And you need to do that in your church. You may not agree with every person in your church, but you need to work together to get the message out. As creationists, we need to work together. As the body of Christ, we need to work together. And that's really what the Creation Network is all about. So thank you so much for putting that together. This is, what a great idea. It's Eric. fun. Hey, coming up, we've got a great science experiment for you. And then, of course, we got to close out the last episode of the show. That's kind of sad, but fire is coming. I'm excited about <laughs> that's that. That's cool. Wow. Don't That's play a good with fire, Ben. Eric, we're not playing with fire. We're experimenting oh. today. And we've got a fire experiment. Love it when we have fire experiments. These are fun. On the ben, creation. do you trust me? 
Eric, of course I trust awesome. you. Awesome. Yeah. I want to do this experiment again, only instead of the bubbles being in the bowl, I'd okay. like them to be in your hands. In my hand? Yeah, right there in yeah, your Yeah, I hand. don't think I trust you anymore. Oh, come on. <laughs> Eric, you have We'll use some science, and we'll put a layer of protection around your hand. Okay. Use a little bit of knowledge. Put a layer of protection around your hand so your hand won't burn. Well, I appreciate it. You're Good. a kind guy. Let's do a layer of protection. You got some you, gloves for you, me down there or something the like that? Yeah, yeah. What do, what do you uh, got? It's not gloves. It's better than gloves. Better than gloves? Yeah. Okay. Because gloves would catch on fire. I've got water. Water. All right, you ready for this? Wait a second. You're yeah. going to put water on my... You want me to drizzle some water on my hand that's going to protect me? Yeah, water has the highest heat capacity of anything there is. It's amazing. Yeah, Eric, I don't think I trust you anymore. No, ben, oh, sorry. man. The, if you understood the properties of water, Ben, you would say, Eric, you're a genius. Okay, okay. Eric, you're a genius. That's exactly right. All right, I'm going to trust science instead right, of the water here. this. Let's Dip do. your left hand. Is, are you right-handed or left-handed? Uh, left-handed. You're left-handed. No, right hand. You're right handed, okay. The, I don't know. Which hand do you use you're, the least? I'm, you're going to burn me. I'm all confused. <laughs> Take your left hand down okay. to the water, put a good protection of water right around there. Okay, so supposedly Eric is calling this protection. That I don't is, know. that's perfect. This is, this is, this right here is what Eric calls protection. I just want to show you that, all right? All right, in just okay. a second, you're going to scoop up these bubbles. Scoop up the bubbles. With the wet hand. Okay. And I'm going to light them on fire right in your hand. And I okay. will once again emphasize that we should not let the kids try this at home. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, hope this doesn't burn you. Whoa! Right wow. out of your hand. It's a little warm, but my hand is fine. Overall, it was fine, huh? Here's hey, Eric, did you know that if your hand is larger than your face, your children will be born naked? I have not fallen for that. Try one, it right there. No, yeah, I know what you're going to do, man. <laughs> you know, water has the highest heat-absorbing property of anything in the universe. It's amazing. It takes a lot of energy to heat up water. So when you had that layer of water protecting your hand, it actually kept the heat away from your skin because it was being absorbed by that little bitty layer of water. And I was messing with Eric, but water does have some interesting properties. Uh, water that we know of for sure, the only planet that we know of for sure in the universe that has water is the Earth. Our and bodies are 70% water. The Earth is 70% water. And, and it's that layer of water that actually helps regulate Earth's temperatures. And our body temperature as well. That's how we keep a consistent body temperature. So, Eric, you've provided a level of protection yeah. of water on here. And then you've got alcohol that's going to burn off. So this has off. rubbing oh, alcohol and kind of hard to see. That flame is... It is. It's, it's a blue... Yeah, it's a, a very blue, blue flame. flame. It's very difficult to so see. So the, the shirt isn't being burned... But the uh, but everything. Can you feel that heat? Can you feel how yeah, hot that is? There, yeah, I can see the flame. It's probably hard. Yeah. You know that reminds me. That layer of protection reminds me of a biblical principle. In Psalm ninety-one, the Bible says, "He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty." In mm. verse four, it says, "He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust." Do you know that God in the spiritual world? is our layer of protection, Eric. Wow. And God is your layer of protection. The Bible does not promise us that we'll never have trials. True. The Bible doesn't say, oh, you're never going to have any tribulation. But what the Bible does promise us is when we go through the fiery trials, when we go through the difficulties, that God is there protecting us. So even the better question is, is when we go through the dark times, isn't do we trust Eric? <laughs> isn't do true. we trust Ben? It's do we trust God? Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to see. The fire is there, but we have to trust the word of God. If you're going through a trial, I challenge you, go and look up Psalm 91. It's a powerful psalm that reminds us that God 
is our spiritual layer of protection. Boy, that is a great analogy, Ben. I tell you, and what a great, anal- uh, great visual illustration. I'm going to try it this time, okay? Oh, you're going to do Okay, can so can I light your fire? hand? Yes, All right, let's you see can it light here. my hand on fire. Let me get it wet. Layer yeah, get your layer of protection there. Scoop Little. up some bubbles. Okay, here we go. Whoa! Right so on my hand. Isn't that amazing? Okay, it's my turn now. Okay, <laughs> don't try this at home, and we will be right back. We're going to keep experimenting. <laughs> experimenting. Beginnings is a creation experience for small groups, churches, and individuals from all walks of life. Creation speaker Eric Hoven explores the age-old questions of life, the evidence for a young earth, and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. The included guide provides an introduction to each lesson, creative challenges, great discussion questions, and practical ways to apply each lesson to everyday life. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. I got to tell you, I think those science experiments are one of my favorite parts of the show, Ben. Holding fire in your hand. It's hard to beat that. Well, as we come to the very end of the last episode of season number three, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our supporters that have really made this possible. This actually happens because they partner with us and become part of the pipeline to spread the gospel through the creation message. Ben, it's amazing how this show reaches around the world. And... Thank you for those who watched. <laughs> yes, mom. Thank you. Hi. Uh, Isaac from Italy is one of the watchers of the show. Yeah. He's 14 years old and he wrote in, Isaac, thanks for just, this, this encourages us. Isaac writes, hi, I'm 14. And ever since I've been watching the Creation Today show, I've been able to tell my friends why the evolution side is wrong and to give them the facts against it. And that's really the whole point. Get out there. Eric, I'm not into watching reruns that often, <laughs> but reruns of the uh, of the episodes of Creation Today, you can go back, even though we're ending the season now, you can go back and watch stuff about the religion of Islam. You yep. can go back and watch stuff about the flood. All types of apologetics that point people to the truth, and that's exactly what this young man from Italy is doing. Yeah. Thanks for watching, and thanks for giving the gospel to your friends. That's awesome. Now there are more than... For, uh, 54 hours of wow. content available for free online. Uh, we've also got quality, classic <laughs> content. We've also got more stations that have picked us up. So we just want to say thank you very much. Hey, Ben, to close out the show, I thought, what if we just gave all the viewers some highlights from season number three? Sounds good to me. All right, enjoy. See you next season. Hey, tell me, what was it like working with Russell Crowe? Russell who? Hey, don't touch those. Congratulations, 100 programs. That's absolutely incredible. I'd like to thank the tolerance of the American atheists for providing a platform to proclaim the truth that Jesus Christ is Lord. All right, Eric, give me your best atheist punch here. Here we go. Give for it real? to me. Yeah, your best free shot here. You know what? I really need to ham it up then for this program. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Creation Today Show. Selfie. Do not cross this very dangerous line. If you do, you will learn the truth about Islam, and I promise you, once you cross it, you can never, ever go back. All right, right here, don't move. Whoa, you added energy. I am at Ben Shetler on Twitter. I'm at Eric Hovind on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Bigger. If you yeah. can imagine that, uh, no. It is Paul, did you realize the scientific facts we present here are considered by some to be extremely controversial? I have no idea why. It actually shoots, if you can see it, watch. Shoots oh, a perfect wow. ring of smoke. That is cool. 
And so it used to be you walked in class and the teacher said, here are the rules. There will be no this, no that, no that, da 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 da. All right? And then here the And Eric ignored all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. But nowadays. There's a few new rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. But if we get it moving, if we give it we some flat tire. energy, <laughs> nice. if we give it some energy, it'll actually stay up. Wow. You got to come to the Creation Museum and do the Superman cable slide. This is crazy. Thank you for watching the Creation Today Show. Learn more at creationtoday.org. Do you need the tools to defend your faith? Visit our websites for up-to-date content. Attend one of our live events. And shop online at creationstore.org. We are Creation Today.